I'm Kim Singletary. And I'm Rich Collins with Biz New Orleans Magazine. Welcome to Biz Talks. Each week, we reach beyond the pages of Biz New Orleans Magazine to bring you in-depth conversations with members of the business community. From the names everyone knows to the ones destined to make their mark, we'll dive into the top issues, best practices, successes, and failures of every industry that calls Southeast Louisiana home. Welcome to this week's episode of Biz Talks. I am very excited today to be talking to Megan Boudreau, which if you haven't heard yet, is the the lady behind the hottest new thing for Carnival right now in the COVID age. And that is the um, crew of House Floats. And um, so we are very excited. We're gonna be talking to Megan. Um, Megan, tell tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, well, I, I've been in New Orleans for 16 years now, almost 17 years. Um, and Where uh, were you before New Orleans? I, I was an army brat. So that is a very difficult question Uh to answer. (laughs) Um, but I, I moved to New Orleans, uh, two weeks out of college and, um, I had decided at a very early age that this is where I was going to land. Um, it's one of the best places in the world. So, um, I am a happy Algiers Point resident. Um, you know, I married and I married into the Boudreaux, uh, into the Boudreaux name, um, which is not a bad one to do, uh, if you live in South Louisiana, but, um, yeah, I, I just, I love it here. And, you know, New Orleans is official is officially home now for, uh, someone who used to move every two years. Um, and, and, and mom um, too? You're a, you're a mom and you're yeah. <laughs> and you're an insurance. I have. Uh, I am. I'm actually. I'm about to. Um, I've I've been um, a marine insurance claims manager for nine years, and I'm actually about to um, start a new job next week. Um, still doing insurance claims, but I'm I'm leaving marine for the for now, and uh, I've got a first grader and a whole zoo of critters in the house from, you know, of course, uh, uh, when lockdown happened in March, it seemed like a really good idea to adopt a couple kittens, maybe get a fish. <laughs> <laughs> the, the menagerie of creatures has grown over the last nine or 10 months for sure. So on top of all that, you've added something that I'm sure you didn't maybe expect to be what it's become, but this creative carnival idea. So when you heard that carnival, like all of us, is not going to happen in the way that we're used to, um, you you had an idea? (laughs) Let's Uh, start there. How How did that happen? Um, I, I opened my big mouth on the internet, um, and I was kind of, you know, bantering, joking around with some, some of the NOLA Twitter folks, um, you know, well, hey, why don't we just decorate our houses, and we've all got about 200 pounds of beads in the attic, and we can just throw that at our neighbors, um, I mean, I'd already been kind of thinking, for myself, that Mardi Gras wouldn't look normal, no matter what the city was going to do. Um, we typically will catch a ferry over to the French Quarter and spend Mardi Gras day, you know, walking to, through the quarter down to Frenchman Street, you know, meeting everybody we haven't seen in who knows how long along the way. And that obviously didn't sound like a good idea under current circumstances. Um, 
so I'd already been kind of thinking like, well, what do we do close to home? Um, because not celebrating Mardi Gras seemed like not an option. Right. Um, and then I, I, like I said, I, I made an offhanded comment and then I was like, but that's not actually a bad idea. <laughs> um, and I took it, I took it to, um, some friends on Facebook and I started a group and I really intended it just to be something that would be, you know, Alger's point. Um, you know, we ha I have very active, um, you know, close lit, close knit neighbors and um, who are game for all sorts of crazy ideas. And then all of a sudden I had over a thousand people in the group. And then all of a sudden I had multiple thousands of people in the group from all over the city. I had my friends in Houston and DC who are, you know, from New Orleans, but can't be here right now. And they're like, we want to do it here. Um, so it really became like New Orleans and beyond within like a week, maybe two weeks. And suddenly like my little like fun thing to do with my neighbors had become a full-fledged Mardi Gras crew. And this started, was it like mid-November? Yes, November 17th is the like official, I opened my big mouth on the internet date. <laughs> so do you have, so how, how big has this grown? I mean, we keep hearing about it in different, in different ways, but um, how many, how many participants, how many Facebook members are you up to and sub crews and all that fun? So we kind of, we had had to like cut the sub crews off. We have 39 sub crews. Um, and the 39th sub crew is everywhere outside of the state of Louisiana. Okay. Um, and then um, within the, the original Facebook group that I started, there's something like 8,800 plus people who've joined that group. Um, and then um, we have separate groups um, for the sub crews for people to like organize in a you know, smaller way, but some of those groups also have several hundred people on them. Um, I haven't, I haven't checked those numbers lately. And those um, crews are by neighborhood. Is that how usually they're, they're, that's, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> again, everything happened so fast, right, that we started out kind of like by neighborhood. And then we realized like, well, some of these neighborhoods need like, like, um, uh, my friend took, said, oh, I'll take uptown. And, so she started the Uptown group, but then it became clear like, oh, there's like 2000 people who want to do Uptown and really Uptown is bigger. So now we need to divide it into like Audubon and then, um, and so it really like the New Orleans neighborhoods kind of started to flesh themselves out as we got captains and people who volunteered to take it over. But, um, and then of course, uh, Jefferson Parish folks immediately jumped on board as well. Um, and the North Shore folks started asking, hey, can we do it in Covington? I started getting inquiries from Homa and, <laughs> and Ormond and just all over the state. And um, so we kind of started like spreading out. And then as time went on, and, I said, and when I say as time went on, I mean like from one day to the next really, um, suddenly it became clear like, okay, we just gotta like, cut it off. <laughs> there's only so many, there's only so much we can organize because clearly like there was interest, you know, we, we could have just like 
broken out of like if we got people in Baton Rouge, I can't break out for every neighborhood in Baton Rouge, right? Like we're really, we're organizing within New Orleans and within the rules of the city of New Orleans. Um, but it's, um, you know, again, not everybody can be home right now or, you know, people who want to visit from Mardi Gras now can't. Um, and so it's like, we're just bringing New Orleans to everywhere else. So what's the furthest out when you talk about people outside of New Orleans? So I'm assuming these are some people used to live here, like you said, um, but what, what's the furthest out that you've heard of? <laughs> um, Abu Dhabi. Oh my gosh. Okay. That's pretty far. <laughs> yes. We've, we've had, a, we've had at least one sign up in Australia. Um, um, uh, yeah. It's like literally the other side of the planet. It's pretty cool. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, so when you talk about we, we are organizing this, who, who else, who's involved in this? Um, I've been really lucky in that um, when this blew up, a lot of folks just immediate, so several, you know, obviously folks, a lot of folks that I already know, um, I used to play roller derby, so I have several uh, old teammates you know, we're all very familiar with organizing events and doing things with very little resources. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so I definitely had some of my, um, several of my captains are former roller derby teammates. Um, but then like I started having strangers who say, well, I live in Central City, I can do it. And so um, within a couple of weeks, you know, I had a Zoom call with, you know, 20, 30 people, some of whom I know, some of whom I don't know. Um, I've had, um, Joy Bruce, who's the executive director of CASA, volunteered early on to help us put together, you know, a philanthropy plan. Um, folks from WWL uh, immediately said, you know, hey, I can help you work communications. I've just been really lucky that folks who have a lot of um, experience with Mardi Gras or, ex you know, just expertise in whatever it is they do have stepped up to volunteer just for the love of Mardi Gras. Right. Like, yeah. like there's no, there's no money here. Like we don't like, we want everybody who wants to participate to participate. Um, we're not asking dues the way a traditional crew would um, for various reasons. And so like, really, we've just been so lucky with the talent um, that has stepped up to, to volunteer their time to make it happen. So what we're talking about, and just to be clear, just in case you've been living under a rock, um, is that we're talking about decorating, um, people decorating their houses, kind of like floats. And so these different sub crews, they each have a different theme, just like a, like a parade would, right? And so right. what are some of the themes? Um, well, uh, one of the ones that came together early on was the Irish Channel. Uh, they decided on channel surfing. <laughs> um, <laughs> kind of the homage to how much time we've all spent on Netflix. Nice. Um, and then um, Aldrich Point decided on um, Staycation Paradise, um, uh, Bayou St. John and the Fairgrounds, their theme is uh, how sweet it is to be loved by you. I think old Metairie is um, real house floats of old Metairie. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but I mean, at the same time, like 
the themes are just kind of like a guideline. Um, the overarching theme of the whole crew is parade at home order. And it's really like decorate in a way that makes you happy. Like you can go along, if you need some inspiration, you want to go along with your sub theme, go for it. If you have a really great idea and you want to do your own thing, do your own thing. It's, it's totally fine by us. So these captains of these different crews, what are they doing? What is their, are they just kind of, they're to kind of communicate with everybody, make sure everybody knows the theme. Um, what other, how else are they coordinating? Um, right, so captains, yeah. The, a lot of the, of the job is just like making sure that information goes out um, to, uh, to the sub crew members because the, one, not everybody's on Facebook, um, and two, um, the Facebook algorithm is so weird that you don't always see things, especially in large groups. Um, so as much as we can like post information and get things disseminated um, on as many channels as possible, the captains are there to help with that. Um, the captains, you know, also are the ones who kind of organize the sub the sub crew themes. Um, to get people uh, voted on those and decided on those. Um, captains have been kind of spearheading, making um, sub-crew throws. Um, and, it, and a little bit of it is kind of dependent on the area where you're in, because like some people um, are very independent and some people want more guidance and it kind of depends on where you live and like who's joined up. Right. Um, but one thing that is definitely, um, I think everybody's just kind of been of the same mind about is um, that part of what we want to do is like so support our neighbors, support our culture bearers and folks who are affected by just the pandemic in general and also the cancellation of Mardi Gras. So. Um, even early on, subcrew captains had already started doing food drives for uh, community pantries and community fridges for second harvest, um, things like that, in a very hyper-local way, because um, obviously different areas have different setups. Aldrich Point has a little free pantry, uh, Broadmoor has a community fridge, um, you know, and there's different things around the city. And so um, a lot of the captains immediately stepped up and started doing that kind of um, hyper-local um, food drive and fundraising. So that's been a part of all of this kind of since the start too, is that kind of philanthropy side of things or giving back side that started before all even the construction. <laughs> right. Um, and um, we are, um, we are working on starting um, a fund through the Greater New Orleans Foundation um, so that we can um, do some broader fundraising, use the um, just the momentum and the attention that's been drawn to crew of house floats um, to try to make a bigger impact um, for um, for folks who've been affected by just all of 2020. <laughs> right. Um, and, um, but, you know, really specifically thinking about, um, um, you know, musicians and um, all the people who build the, who build the floats under normal circumstances and, um, you know, so Mardi Gras Indians, baby dolls. 
So, um, usually, like you said, there'd be artists that would be involved with the float process and stuff. So there's an opportunity here for some people to use those artist skills on their own homes. It is already happening. Yes. So we kind of initially started a, um, uh, just like a list, like, okay, well, we'll just collect a list. Like businesses were approaching us like super excited, like, hey, if you guys are actually going to throw things, we usually sell throws to people, like, help us out. Um, and same thing with the artists, you know, our, um, a few artists um, immediately stepped up and said, well, I can teach a sculpture class. And so I know there's at least one artist who's teaching a regular sculpture class, um, you know, and that's helping um kind of bridge the gap um but then also there are people who do have the means and want to hire somebody um and so it became clear that the list wasn't going to cut it so we created another facebook group um and so we have like a resource group where um artists can post like hey here's what i do you know um or people can say this is my house help me out. Here's my budget. You know, what can I do with this? Who, you know, and so it's a way to connect people, um, to, you know, whether your budget is, you know, a hundred dollars or whether your budget is $10,000. Um, it's a way to connect people to, um, to the artists and the businesses who can help them out. So on the business side, what, what does that look like? Are there businesses that are decorating their business? Uh, yes. Um, and, um, is that happening I, like, more downtown, more like, like French quarter type stuff, or is that what um, you've been hearing from? <laughs> I think most of the places I've heard specifically from, um, are Magazine Street. Um, and then I think also the French quarter was also a concern, um, because we did, um, want to make sure that everybody was going to be on the up and up with uh the Vukare commission and the hdlc mm -hmm. especially in the french quarter um and so that's kind of been in our talks with the city to make sure um because businesses do want to participate um they want to decorate they um you know if they want to support um the the cause as it were and so um I've I've definitely heard from businesses who intend to do so, I, and I know that they are hiring artists, um, but um, I haven't seen a finished one for business yet. We'll see. It, it's a little weird because it's like this, um, you know, we're still trying to walk the line of Mardi Gras parade, even though we're not a traditional parade. Um, uh, so obviously we don't want anybody like advertising. <laughs> right. Right. Some people are like, hey, can I make a whole, turn a whole house into a Zatarain's float? And like, no. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, you know, there are other ways that businesses can participate. Like, obviously, like you can still decorate, but we want people to keep it in a, you know, in the, in the spirit of Mardi Gras and in the spirit of the Mardi Gras parades where we're not, you know, we're not um, dealing with, um, you know, just full out, you know. Giant billboards, yes. Right. <laughs> Basically. That's what we're trying to avoid. Yes. Um, so what's the timeline like for this? Like when, when do, when do you, are we seeing some of the first houses now or, or, and when does, when does this kind of officially start? Is that 12th night or is that 
How does this work? Um, so Twelfth Night is kind of our official kickoff, although obviously there are people who have already started. I think I actually had somebody in the Maroney Bywater today post a picture of her house and like, okay, I'm done. Which is, yeah. oh, there's always like, I know people who started well before Christmas. They just skipped Christmas and went right to Mardi Gras. Um, <laughs> but most people, like it, I've really noticed that the signups on the official registration have um, picked up a lot since Christmas. Um, you know, people are ready to change gears. So we are officially kicking off decorating as of January 6th. And then, um, and that is also the cutoff date for registration. Okay. So people can decorate their houses. If they're gonna be on the map, then they'll be done by February 1st, because on February 1st, is when the maps, the parade maps get ah, released. So that's what I was gonna um, ask about too. So how do people know, like if they're gonna go cruising around and, and seeing all these these homes, how do they know where to go? And you, um, you're putting to their map. Yes, and, and obviously like there's like, we're gonna divide this up by the sub crews um, for easier navigation, um, but um, the maps will be available on our website, but we're also partnering with WWL, um, who they're putting the maps on their parade tracker. Oh, wow. So that people will be able to like use the parade tracker app to go tour the houses. Um, I think we may get, we, I think we may have one other parade tracker app as well, but um, I don't think we've worked out the details of that yet, but WWL for sure um, is working with us on that. So yeah, we just, we, that's why we need to have the cutoff <laughs> of January 6th. So we have time to make sure everything's like set up and ready to go. Um, and then, you know, we just want people to kind of treat it kind of similarly to how you would go see Christmas lights, right? Um, you know, we don't want any one area inundated on a given day. Um, I know a lot of people really wish that we could do, you know, Mid-City on Endemian uh, Saturday. Like, well, I don't think everybody who lives in Mid-City would be very happy about that. Right, right. <laughs> um, so we're really leaving it up to people to kind of self-guided tour. Um, and, but they'll be able to see on the map you know, what the theme of the sub crew is that they might want to visit and they'll be able to see um, if the, if they provide the, you know, name of their float, that'll be on the map as well. Um, so they can kind of see what's, what's where. So WWL is helping out with the map stuff. That's, and that's through their app. Um, yes. And then, so what about the throws? Cause like you said, I mean, there's so many people that the throws are obviously such a huge part of Mardi Gras. And I had seen, that you had um, already one of the uh, local artists had made medallions? So back in the beginning, when we thought it was just gonna be the neighborhood, um, my, neighbor, my neighbor, Derek Gorsuch um, had offered, hey, I can, you know, do these, we can make a mold and we can do, um, we can do these, these medallions. Um, and he and I both were thinking, oh, well, this will just be, you know, we'll make everybody will, you know, order a dozen or whatever. And, and, you know, he'll sell a couple hundred pieces, you know, um, a little, a little spending money before Christmas. And all of a sudden 
it just blew up. I mean, Derek has had to hire people to help him spread out the work and like manage the accounting um, because like he, his first round of orders, he had to shut it down in like less than two days because he got like 4,000 orders and here he thought he was going to get like 200. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. So his, that's kind of become a little business for him now. Right. Um, which, you know, I think that was, I think also that was a little bit of the first real serious inkling that we got about like what an impact this could have. Um, because, you know, he's also out of work because yeah. of the pandemic and like now, you know, that helped, you know, get him and his family to pay their bills and also hire other people <laughs> to pay their bills. Right. Like the whole economy around Mardi Gras, um, you know, really relies on the parades and all the events. And so if we can even make the smallest dent in that, you know, to help people keep the lights on um, and just, you know, get us, get us through the next hump and hopefully to the end of this pandemic, um, you know, like it yeah. feels like, you know, it's more than a silly Twitter joke, you know? Well, and that is such a great part about Mardi Gras is that it doesn't, I, I think people don't realize that as far as outsiders, um, I came here not having been to a Mardi Gras until I was much older. Um, and um, I realized that how much of a neighborhood feel it is, how much of a, it's, um, it's so different from say going to like the Thanksgiving day parade in New York or something. It, it's, it's for one, it's a lot longer <laughs> and uh, it just keeps going. <laughs> and then, but also it, there is, there, it's just such a community get together and it's such a celebration of the artists community and the, the culture bearer community. And, and so trying to keep that alive is, is awesome. Um, and, and so you have, so you have this medallion, have you had any other, groups or artists come up and say yeah I'm, I, okay I want to get a part of this I want to um well yeah like I said we've definitely got we've definitely got people hooked up with the sub crews you know for their for their smaller specific badges I know those things are happening we also um are working to with Dirty Coast right now um so that we will have our official crew flag because you know, you know how New Orleans loves a flag. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you know, hopefully get some t-shirts and stuff out so that um, we need you know, koozies, we, put, we need t-shirts, um, we need all oh, I mean, y right, you name it. So hopefully um, we're gonna have that worked out here. Um, it is a little difficult to plan all this around the holidays. Um, you know, in a, I, in a perfect world, I would have been planning this for a year, um, well, uh, but that's not the world we live in, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> well so the holidays really really uh crunched our our planning time down i'm i'm we're we're working very fast but it, it seems to be working out that's just insane like you said i mean there's usually there's what one person in charge of each like parade but there's not one person in charge of all the parades so <laughs> that's, that's a big job um yeah so yeah how do you what about people who are um you had anybody like people who live in apartments or people who don't have like big front porches are there people that are participating that are not like with your traditional um sure house yeah like i mean because part of um well i know actually early on um 
like one of the condo buildings in the garden district um like contacted us and they're like we're just gonna turn the whole condo building into like a block wide float <laughs> like okay <laughs> obviously not everybody lives in that situation um but um you know i've been kind of telling people like if you just want to like decorate your door and right. maybe you can't be on the map but you want to decorate your door and like you know tag crew hashtag crew of house floats and like share that with the world so like i you know i figure it start you know i've started to see people's preparations and but you know as this goes on like um and people finish up i really envision like even if you're not here to be able to like follow crew of house floats follow the hashtag crew of house floats that you'd be able to like participate it in your own way like the technology is what really makes this possible in a lot of ways um but then the other thing that's happened is that um you know we have folks who are homebound who want to participate um, who maybe don't traditionally participate in Mardi Gras parades because, uh, you know, of whatever conditions. And um, I've, we've, early on, we had an instance where we had a couple like apartment dwellers who were like, well, we'd really love to decorate, but we don't have anything to decorate. Right. And I had a lady who said, I would love to have my house decorated, but I can't. Right. And they got hooked up and like adopted her house. <laughs> And so that's like, <laughs> it's one of the great things. A lot of people have said like, oh, this has been a really great way to connect with my neighbors that, you know, we didn't necessarily talk to previously. Um, you know, New Orleans is very tight knit, but then at the same time, everybody has been pretty isolated um, yeah. for the last year. And um, and then there's, there's people that you don't know, you know, maybe you know your immediate neighbors, but you don't know somebody down the block and now maybe you do. Um, and so it's been really kind of neat to watch the connections happen. Um, and, and this, and that was kind of the advantage of breaking out into those smaller sub crews is, um, fostering those neighborhood relationships, you know, adopt a house, um, you know, adopt an elderly resident who maybe can't do it on their own, but you can like, um, you know, there's, there's more than one way to support your neighbors. It doesn't have to be monetary it can just be you know bringing a little mardi gras joy yeah there's nothing wrong with that uh, so how how do how can i see these houses in abu dhabi are, are, they, are they gonna post pictures or and and yes okay um yeah i'm like we're asking people to like i said the technology and the social media are really what has even made grow house floats possible at all so we're asking people as you finish um, if you're on Twitter, if you're on Instagram, if you're on Facebook, um, post your pictures, tag crew of house floats, like let everybody know what's going on. Um, I anticipate, yeah, as we get closer to Mardi Gras, um, you know, we'll have more and more that we can share with everyone. Um, and then I'm hoping we'll also, like I said, we have a partnership with WWL. So I know, um, that, uh, we'll have some more opportunities to share things beyond social media. Um, and, you know, we'll figure it out. <laughs> um, so even you know, thankfully there's live streaming and there's, there's all sorts of things we can do now, you know? 
Oh yeah. So even if people aren't participating, go and and like these pages and and connect so that you can see these homes and, and right. see all right. that's going on. Um, the so what's your house gonna look like? <laughs> uh, are, are you the, even gonna have question. time? Great. Are you even gonna have time with now that you're? Um, that is that is definitely a concern um, because you know uh, six weeks ago uh, <laughs> I would have had a different story for you. Um, I don't think my original plan is going to work. That requires a lot more hours in the day, um, <laughs> but um, we'll see. We'll see if we manage to pull it, pull it off. My husband swears that um, that he is gonna he's gonna find a way, even if. Uh, I can't participate uh, in the decorating process. Um, we've got a couple of things that we've we've talked about, but nothing is set in stone right now. So uh, I may just have to enjoy everybody else's house. We'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> what are are there some ideas that you've heard of or that you've even seen that have been have been kind of a wow? Um, well, one I'm really looking forward to is my immediate. Uh, neighbors a couple of blocks away. Um, if you're familiar with Algiers Point, there's Bermuda Street, and then there's like this triangle park that it, like Bermuda Street um, Bermuda passes. Yeah. And so like a bunch of the folks on, on Bermuda Street have banded together to do a Bermuda Triangle theme at all of their houses. Oh. <laughs> I, had, I had my, I had one of my neighbors, <laughs> we were walking the dogs and he says, thanks, now I have to build a crashed airplane into my house. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and then, you know, I've got, I got, I, I still think it's pretty funny. There's been several people who, uh, who like, gonna deck their houses out like a truck float. Um, I haven't been to a truck float parade since my very first Mardi Gras, but I'm still endlessly amused by the, by the thought. Um, <laughs> um, there, yeah, there's just so many different cool things. I know there's another house that's like half finished in my area where they've got a whole Wakanda theme happening and like, um, I have to look up the artist that they hired, but it, I mean, it just looks great. Like it looks like a real float. It's really cool. Oh my gosh. Well, that's, it's super exciting. So is this something I know, I don't know, I hesitate to even ask you because you're probably so completely overwhelmed, but is this something that's just going to be a this year thing or are you thinking like this is going to continue? <laughs> um, I have, I have had several folks, um, tell me again, even from early days, it's like, I really hope you keep doing this. Um, because specifically kind of going back to the folks who traditionally don't get to go to parades and don't get to participate in Mardi Gras for, you know, uh, whether that's, you know, due to illness or disability or, or, you know, things that make it harder for them to get to the parade route. Um, so I think there's an opening there, but we're going to worry about that on February 7th. <laughs> <laughs> totally understandable. This has got to be just a whole lot, but it, but it's really giving people something to look forward to. And, and that's, that's in great demand right now. So, um, yeah, yeah, for sure. I think that's, that like, that's just been the overwhelming response is just like, uh, 
everybody I've talked to, you know, friends, neighbors, strangers, like everyone's just so happy to have something to do, something to look forward to, something to plan for. Yes. I mean, we need to craft. We need to right. craft. We've got to, we've got to put our hands on something and like do something with all this energy. Yes. There needs to be yeah. glitter. There needs to be construction paper. There needs to be all the things. So. Right. Exactly. Exactly. That's awesome. Well, I really appreciate it. And we're going to obviously keep following of, uh, and what's going on and, and look out for the, the WWL map, the, the revised parade tracker for this year mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. and, and all the fun. So I, I really appreciate it. I know things have got to be completely crazy, um, but I, I appreciate <laughs> you talking to us and, and letting us know what's going on. And I'm glad that, you know, on the business side that that some of the businesses are participating and are jumping in to help as well. And um, yeah. Yeah. We're excited to see what happens. <laughs> so good. I mean, why not? I feel like there's we if there's not something to celebrate, we'd make up something anyhow. So there, exactly. You know, we can't let we can't let Mardi Gras go. Um, exactly. So I, I appreciate it. And Wow, what a what a huge deal in the past six weeks. So, uh, yeah, well, thanks thanks for having me on. Um, you know, happy to talk about house floats anytime. <laughs> <laughs> well, great. Well, thank you so much, and keep us posted, and we we will look that up. So, just everybody crew of house floats on all the different social medias. Is that what they look for? Yeah, on uh, Facebook, it's crew of house floats, um, as well as Instagram. Uh, it's house floats on Twitter okay. um, and www.crewofhousefloats.org. .org. Awesome. And thank you too for all the philanthropy side of things as well. That's equally as important right now. So yeah, that's, that's really, that's really where a lot of my time and energy is going right now to really get that, get that off the ground. So um, I'm pretty excited to, to see what we can do. Uh, with our with our attention and superpowers for this Mardi Gras. <laughs> Takes a village. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Megan. I appreciate it. And um, happy 12th night. <laughs> Same to you. Thanks for listening to another episode of Biz Talks. If you like what you hear each week, don't forget to rate us and leave a comment wherever you listen to your podcasts. And follow us on social media at Biz New Orleans. For more information or to contact us, please visit bizneworleans.com slash biztalks.